and welcome to the debut episode of 10 Minute Cinema. I am here with Big Guy, I'm Stevie right here, and we are back with a new podcast. You want to tell them what it's about, Mark? Right. So, I was listening to a podcast called Star Wars, where they break down the Star Wars episodes and go through minute by minute of the film. Takes them a very long time, but it is an intriguing concept. So I figured, hey, we uh, we needed a new podcast to do between the two of us, something that would kind of maybe hit a broader audience and still speak to our passion, which is movies. And uh, to kind of speed that up a little bit, I figured instead of one minute in uh, cinema, we would do ten for each episode and kind of speed things along a little bit. That's so, a good idea. You know, like, <laughs> I, I like the idea a lot. Uh, you said that was from the Star Wars Minute? Uh, Star Wars Minute. The Star Wars Minute? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, you broke up a little bit the first time you said it, so I just want to make sure where they got oh, the okay. inspiration from. Um, so, yeah. I like the idea a lot. Uh, going ten minutes into a movie and then discussing it with our unique comedy and unintelligent uh, discussion. Should be pretty fun, I think. That's actually yeah. a part of the description I put for our feed whenever I made it on FeedBurner. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> did you watch any movies this week? Uh, no, I'm done. Just caught up on some TV shows this week, no movies, but I uh, plan on watching quite a few over the weekend, so. Cool, cool. Yeah, I, I watched a couple on Halloween to get myself into the Halloween mood. Gotcha. Uh, first, we went with The Boy. I, I don't know if you ever saw that one. It, nope. it had uh, Lauren Conrad from Walking Dead in it. it was, okay, uh, Maggie. Yeah, Maggie. It, it was pretty good. I, I liked it. It was a lot better than I thought it would be. Okay. You know the premise, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a trailer. I've seen the film. It was pretty good. I mean, I, I don't think I'll watch it again, maybe. I might, like, if it were, like, in the room or something. Maybe it's on TV, but I don't think I would seek out to watch it again. But it was... Okay, now, you want to recommend for a future 10-minute cinema? What? Not not a movie you want to recommend for a future 10-minute cinema? No, not, probably not a good 10-minute cinema movie. Um, okay. And then I watched, what was it? Crap, I remembered this earlier. Mm. Oh, it, it was Krampus. I watched oh. Krampus. Did you see that one? <laughs> no, I haven't. It was kind of like I that, honestly. The trailer. Oh, yeah? I, well, I mean, I guess it was good for what it was for. It's like a horror comedy focusing on Christmas, but if it were an a evil holiday, mm. kind of. Wait. And uh, it, it was okay, but just then, I thought it would be a lot better. It had a decent cast, so I expected more, I guess. Yeah. But it's okay. And then I watched, because uh, Christine wanted to watch something that was a little bit more comedic after those two movies. We went with uh, How to Be Single. Okay. That one, Rebel Wilson? Yeah, Rebel Wilson. Uh, it had Annie from Community in it. Uh, Dakota Johnson from Fifty Shades of Grey. A whole bunch of people in it. Leslie Mann. Okay. But, uh... It wasn't that good. I, it was. They were trying to make it. They marketed it as a raunchy comedy, but really wasn't a raunchy comedy. Like it had raunchy parts to it, but it's more romantic comedy than it was anything else. <clears throat> so yeah, that's why I watched this week. Uh, I almost went and saw Doctor Strange today, but I decided to go grocery shopping instead. Okay. Boom. Yeah, we're playing that Sunday night. Oh yeah, it looks good. I'm excited for it. I mean, a movie from Marvel has done well so far, in my book. So, 
Anyway, let's get on to Gremlins. All right, yeah. First choice for the uh, overall podcast viewing. And you just watched the 10 minutes, right? Yeah, just, just recently, yeah. About an hour ago. Okay, he he did this to me, too. He gave me the interrogation, wanting to know if uh, I just watched 10 minutes. And I did. I and actually watched it twice. Though. Supposedly. I did. So, uh, I guess it started, we were in, like, this Chinatown area. Mm-hmm. He goes into a pawn shop. And, uh, he's trying to sell this, like, well, it's an antique store. He's trying to sell yeah. his own invention, which is, like, a home travel shaver thing that has, like, everything you need to travel with. And it, it just seems ridiculous, really, off the bat. Like, <laughs> It really kind of nails the, uh, the the comedy part of the movie that, you know, keeping a lighter vibe. Because at first, it's kind of creepy, you know. The, the, oh, you yeah, walk down the, like, you walk down under the street to get into the store following some kid. Right. And, and then you get in there. Yeah. And everything's lit up by candles. There's no lights. There's just a bunch of candles on random tables mixed among the stuff that you can buy, apparently. <laughs> It's all kind of creepy. There's no way a store like this exists in 2016. No, there's no way it still exists. And the voiceover kind of made it creepy, too, because he's talking about this, like, very ominous story that he's telling. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he gets into there, and then all of a sudden, boom, he has this invention that just completely fails in front of the guy. The guy's completely right. unimpressed. But then he hears this cute sound from a box. Is it really cute? It, it was cute. Come on. You don't think it's cute? Mm. No. Gizmo's cute. You can't deny the cuteness of Gizmo. I guess not, but the, the sound, the voice is kind of annoying to me. It always has been. Even as a kid, I didn't really like it. Really? That's shocking to me. I I, I mean, I haven't heard oh. Gizmo really talk yet, but... High-pitched and weak. I don't like high-pitched noises. Okay. Well, it's very cute to me. And so he's like... Hey, Mr. Moagi, I need to get this Gizmo. Mr. Wing. His name is Mr. Wing. I, I was being funny. Or attempting to. No. <laughs> Screw you. Right again. Screw you, man. He's like, Mr. Suzaki, give me this creature. Must have him. No racist. No, what? I am not racist. Anyway, he wants to buy this pet. And give it to his son for Christmas because he hasn't found that perfect Christmas gift yet. And uh, old shop owner Mr. Wong is like, no, there is no responsibility. Did I say his name wrong again? Yeah, he did. What is it? Wing. Mr. Mr. Wing. Wing. Okay. Mr. Wing is like, no, Grim or Mogwai not for sale. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. I'm laughing with you. So yeah, we, we get on immediately off the bat here that this is a mugwai. I was gonna I had that note from the kid whenever they're talking. But the movie's not called Mogwai, so I'm confused. Yeah, exactly. And, and it was like a the thing is obviously like humming or something like that. And he asked what it's doing and the kid's like, Oh he's singing. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> no shit, he's obviously singing. Yeah. yeah. So, 
obviously this movie isn't completely written great with the dialogue, but it is a Steven Spielberg produced film. <laughs> so anyway, the kid looks at the guy, he's like, meet me out back. I'll take the $200. What a, what a dickhead kid. <laughs> they really needed the money, Farble. Apparently. And the grandpa was not pulling the trigger, so he had to get in and cut that deal. Next, you're going to have Wayne Brady show up and say, let's make a deal. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Wow, you're going to make me look like the asshole of the show every week, aren't you? Call Legacy. So, then we get the voiceover of the rules of Mogwai. Which were? Okay, thought I was going to test you. Well, you, you can't have them, they don't like bright light. Especially sunlight, because it'll kill them. And never get wet. Yeah, king wet. And then the most important rule. Never. Ever. 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 Oh, sorry Jericho. Feed them after midnight. Never do it. Yeah. Which, timeout is kind of a silly rule, because they explain when you can feed them again. Right. I actually thought that when I watched them, I'm like, you can't feed them after midnight, so just don't feed them? Because everything's after midnight, technically. Technically, It's the next yeah. day. It's after midnight. Yeah. Never feed them when you get this gremlin. Yeah. And Is it like a they don't only, in the morning thing? They don't ever get in the sunlight, so do they live in a land of eternal darkness? Is that how they're able to move around? Well, and then why weird. wouldn't they... You brought up a good point. Why yeah. can't you feed them after midnight if that's when they're supposed to come out and play? Is at midnight? Exactly. When are they yeah. supposed to eat? Yeah. Are, are they vampires? Do they live in Alaska? In the, in the mid-sun? You know, my mind has just become blown for the first time on this show. <laughs> it didn't take long. <laughs> I just, I never thought of it this way. It's been like 20 years since I've seen the movie, though, so I haven't had any intelligence when I watched it before to watch it and review it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> and so then, boom, Christmas. Yeah. Snow on the ground. Yep. Christmas tree lot. King Falls, USA. Are you watching the movie right now and reading <laughs> yes. No, I took notes. I took notes. I know. I'm just teasing. It just looks like you're watching the TV screen. Yeah. It, just, it seems like a very wholesome town. Yeah, it has the uh, Christmas song on. People look happy. You're mm-hmm. seeing uh, conversations unfold in front of you. Very wholesome, it feels like. Right. And uh, I actually did some research we can bring it up later whenever it actually gets to that scene uh, with the movie theater. But whenever I was looking that up, I saw that the, uh, the set for the town is yeah. actually the exact same town they used for Back to the Future. I thought it would be something neat I could point out to you. No way, that's awesome. Yeah, both both movies were filmed on the Universal Studio law in 1984. Gremlins came out in 84 and then Back to the Future in 85. That's an awesome find. Yeah, that'll be something to kind of look at in the future whenever we're checking out the town. 
Yeah, definitely. I want to see uh, if we see, like, the clock tower anywhere, or maybe if the mm-hmm. diner looks similar, we can find the diner. Mm-hmm. There's a couple spots I can point out. If I see it, I'll be like, oh, my God, there's that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool to look for. Uh, and I think, actually, they shoved it square, and I, it kind of looked familiar to me, but I'll have to go back and look at it now and see if I see anything with those okay. guys. That's cool. Uh, I thought I'd point that out. You're a big fan, so. Yeah, definitely. I hadn't read the trivia yet because it's been so long since I've seen it. I haven't been able to see any trivia to it yet, so I like that. Uh, yeah. And I noticed a lot of names in the credits because they're showing credits as they're showing these conversations that I did not realize mm-hmm. were in this movie. Oh, really? I did not remember, uh, do you want me to say them or do you want me to wait until they... No. Okay. No, go for it. I didn't remember Judge Reinhold being in this. Okay. I don't remember Corey Feldman being in this. Really? Yes. I don't wow. remember well, any other characters. You've a pretty big role. Really? It's just been so yeah. long. I literally only remember Phoebe Cates and, uh, Zach whatever his name is. Yeah, Galligan. Galligan, that's what it is. What's his name in the movie? Did they say yet? Yeah, they did. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. William Peltzer. William. You said it was William? Yeah, but okay. they call him Billy. Billy, that's what it is. That's what I was trying to think of. Cool. So, uh, see a couple of conversations, and now we're going into the bank, right? Uh, well, well, no, I want to point out, whenever we meet Billy, he's trying to start his car. And it's oh, not yeah, starting. that's right. His car sucks. It's all... Yeah, it's all cold, and the windows are all frozen over. And then it pans over to his neighbor coming home. And as it pans over, I don't know if you notice this or not, the trees still have leaves on them. Oh, really? Yeah. I did it's not supposed to be middle it. dead winter Christmas time, and the trees, not like pine trees, actual, you know, trees where the leaves would have fallen down if this was a normal... Right. Not a, I that's, thought it was pretty funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. That that would belong on the site nitpickers.com, I believe. <laughs> that's still a site. I remember finding that site whenever uh, Spider-Man came out, and there was like, because that was known to be like one of the biggest amount of errors at the time, and there was like 432 mm. or something, and I read them all wow. one day, and I was like, people have no lives, they're all picking these out and submitting them, I'm like, jeez. <laughs> And there are 432, like, different ones. They weren't all, like, the same. It was crazy. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, the car doesn't start, and the neighbor, you get some conversation there, he doesn't like the foreign cars. Oh, yeah, kinda yeah, it's all pro-USA. Mm-hmm. I remember the neighbor. Kind of sets his character up. Definitely. Yeah, Mr. Fetterman. Yep. So, the car doesn't start, he's late for work. He gives that excuse. He's like, hey, I'm late for work, but talking to me to kind of get away from the guy. And uh, he's got a dog with him as he goes to work, which is another thing that's kind of confusing. Why can't he just leave his dog at home? Like, spoiler alert, we know, I mean, his mom doesn't seem to do anything from what I remember from the rest of the movie when I was a kid. Like, why can't the dog just stay at home with the mom? Or even if so, why can't the dog just stay home? Why does he have to bring it to work with him? Yeah, that's kind of weird because the dog just goes to work and lays on a bed. Why can't he do that at home? Yeah. The mom's home. She's yeah. obviously home. Like, mm-hmm. you're right. She's a total step-mom, housewife character of the 80s. I mean, this is a standard housewife role. 
So yeah. it's re- really weird that they have that happen. Maybe yeah. it's to show his connection to the dog. Yeah, and I mean, it does kind of play out in a future game. I'm trying to, to avoid the spoilers, but yeah. it's still just necessary to have him. But either way, he starts walking to work because his car won't start. And he gets there in like two seconds. Why wouldn't you just walk to begin with? <laughs> well, he the was late. time you are up, you're still going to be frozen cold. And it's not like it's, you know, because he wants to save the heat or anything. Yeah, I don't know. That's really... I, I mean, the only thing I can think of is he's running late and he's like, I'll just drive. But, yeah. I mean, we could also think that maybe he walked a long way and they just cut to him arriving there. That could be too, yeah. That's the magic of movies. Right. But either way, yeah. I mean, it seems like he's within walking distance of his work. Why not just walk? Yeah. Save gas. But then gas was so cheap anyway. Who cares? Yeah. You think of the real world where it's like, you know, $2 and climbing every week. Yeah. Or at one point was at four fifty, like. Yeah. <laughs> so then my only other note was, uh, so as he's walking by the movie theater, I saw on the marquee that it had two different movies, A Boy's Life and Watch the Skies. And being a big movie nerd, I like I don't recognize either one of those movies. I don't hear. And so I was like, I want to look it up. Maybe you know they are real movies to see what they were about or what they were. And when I was looking it up, it's kind of neat. This is another like, little trivia fact that both working titles for Steven Spielberg movies. Oh. A Boy's Life was originally E.T. Oh, wow, that's cool. And Watch the Skies is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. That's a really cool uh, trivia there, man. That's awesome. I saw that online. I was like, whoa, wow, that's really cool. Kind of a little nod to the producer there. Yeah, you got to love Easter eggs when you find them in movies, too. It's always fun when mm-hmm. you find a new one. Yeah. So, yeah, he arrives, and we get a little glimpse of Phoebe Cates mm-hmm. of uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High fame. Yeah. I think that's what most people know her from. Probably. It's what I remember her from as AR guy from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, that brings us to the 10-minute mark, babe. Well, no. As she comes she over. wanted him to sign a petition, though. Well, yeah, but... All right, so, yeah. So, yeah, I should find the petition, because Mrs. Deagle's trying to take over the land. And that's where we stop. Yep. What will happen next? Will he... Sorry. ...get a promotion? No, apparently not. I don't think he will. No, I don't... Okay, well, so. he's what, a bank teller, I would guess? Yeah. Cool. Alright, well, uh, do you have anything you want to add to this week's episode? Um, I don't think so. I got all the notes, so. Alright. I man. think we're off to start. I, I think, think it was a good movie. start. We're, we're going to enjoy There's a little bit of audio issues, the audience. but. I'm so, we didn't hear anything you said. Oh, I said we're off to a good start. Um, I think it's going to be a enjoyable movie to watch. And hope the audience does too. I hope so too. Hopefully we can get a good South based audience to listen to us, have some fun with us. Uh, you can and always walk along with us. 
Yeah, watch along with us, please. I'm sure at least some people out there own this movie. It's a pretty popular movie. Uh, you can yeah. you can also tweet us at Ten Men Sin. That's T E N M I N C I N. And you can tweet us there. Let us know what you think of the first episode. So, uh, until next time, this is 10 Minutes in, and we're signing off.